Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. Welcome back to another episode of the For Your Success Podcast, where we challenge the comparison mindset and teach you that you're never too small to have an influence, follow your dreams, or build a successful online business. I'm your host, Katie Horner, and today's episode is sponsored in part by The Blog Connection, our growing online community for women entrepreneurs. If you want to monetize your blog this year to create a stable income, go check it out at bloggingsuccessfully.com slash connection. Our guest today is Jessica Morehouse, and Jessica is a millennial money expert. She's a speaker and an award-winning personal finance blogger, the host of the popular Mo Money podcast. Aside from being frequently interviewed in the news and in major magazines, Jessica can also be heard as an expert on the CBC radio. Jessica's a busy lady, and in 2017, she'll be offering Millennial Money Meetup events, as well as money coaching services, and a course about financial and physical fitness called Rich and Fit. I know you're going to love Jessica's insights on success today. Let's listen into the show right now. All right, welcome to the podcast, Jessica. I'm so excited to have you with us today talking about personal finance, something that we all deal with and not a lot of us love. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. (laughs) Wonderful. So you are located in Canada. I am, Toronto, Canada. And, um, you know, I've just enjoyed so much talking to you prior to recording this episode, but... I want you to share with our listeners how you got started in business. I know personal finance is, you know, we either love it or we hate it, right? Um, So give us your background and how you got started in your business and uh, got to where you are today. Absolutely. So it's definitely not a a straight, narrow path I took. I definitely uh, have a a very uh, interesting background. So originally when I went to university, I had this crazy idea that I was going to be a filmmaker. I was very passionate about Uh, movies and film. And I had this idea that I was going to win an Oscar one day. And so I uh, went to film school and I got a degree in film production and I loved it. It was super creative and uh, it it was a very, you know, um, intense program. I was one of very few females in the program and I was very proud of myself for getting through it. But in my last year, I realized, oh my gosh, I don't want to be broke my whole life. (laughs) Like I love being... (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to be a starving artist, quite honestly. And I realized, well, to be a filmmaker, especially in Canada, that's probably what's going to happen. And so I kind of put that on back burner. I really enjoyed that experience and learned a lot. But I put that on the back burner, got myself a real person job, nine to five. And it was uh, in kind of a marketing sales role. And I did that and started kind of, uh, that was kind of the point when I got really interested in personal finance. I wasn't making a ton of money, but I lived on my own and I really wanted to figure out how do adults live off like nothing. So I started reading blogs, podcasts, uh, and, uh, books and all that kind of stuff. And then I eventually got the idea to start my own blog to kind of document my personal finance journey of going from broke to hopefully not broke. (laughs) And, uh, I started that about five years ago 
And, uh, and at that time, actually my kind of, I think first, first taste of like side hustles and like realizing you can make more money than just at your nine to five was when it was working my nine to five. I also had a side job as a very random job. And I don't think they even exist anymore uh, as a teleprompter operator for the news. So when the anchors were speaking, I would scroll script for them while they were talking and it was pretty decent money. Actually, it was a very, uh, stressful, but also quite easy job, if that makes sense. Right. But it helped me save some money and uh, put some money into my emergency fund and afford some of the things that I probably couldn't if I just had my nine to five. Um, and then eventually, you know, with the blog, it started kind of building and building, kind of took uh, a life on its own. And then I decided to add on a podcast, which I started about a year and a half ago. And then I, I did a whole rebrand a year ago uh, before my blog was called Mo Money Mo Houses. I thought it was hilarious, but no one knew what it was about. So I rebranded <laughs> to just my name. Um, yeah, I know. It was a cute name. It really was. But it, I think it, it needed to be put out to pasture. Um, and then I yeah, just wanted to focus on my personal brand, me as the personal finance expert. I did that a year ago, and it went uh, really well, so well that I was able to uh, quit my job. I, I worked in digital marketing at that time. And now I am self-employed, uh, an entrepreneur. So there, there, there's the kind of my story in a nutshell. That's awesome. I love the, you know, with all of our guests so far, we've kind of had this recurring theme of, well, I loved it and I wanted to do more of it. And then I realized how much money I could make at it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, it was in the last year that I realized, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I can actually make a living doing this. Um, the, the one thing that I definitely, you know, struggled with was at what point do you decide to take your side hustle full time? Like you don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to be that person that does it too early and you're like, Oh crap, I don't know how to make money. So yeah, that's, that's definitely, uh, I think different for everyone. I don't think there's like a blanket. Here's the answer. So how did that happen for you? How did you decide to take it full time? Um, I think I realized like the past year has been really awesome for my business. I've, you know, partnered with some major brands that I've always dreamed of. I've, you know, gotten, a, you know, grown my audience um, a lot and I've done a lot of different things. I mean, I started my own event that I hope to make that into an event series. My blog and podcast have been doing well. I started doing more YouTube videos, um, creating more kind of free products to grow my list. I've been trying to, you know, and doing more public speaking. And I realized, huh, whenever I kind of try something, I'm always terrified of failing and taking the <laughs> risk. But whenever I try it, it usually goes pretty well. Uh -huh. So not to say that I'm, you know, knock on wood. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, huh, maybe I shouldn't be so afraid to try new things because so far they've all led to other good things. Um, and I guess it was around this fall, quite honestly, um, that I realized, you know, I can't keep living my life you know, basically working my full time nine to five, coming home and working until like mid, like I basically had two full time jobs. And I, at a certain point, my husband's like, you know, this, you can't keep doing this. This isn't healthy to be working nonstop, even though you're really passionate about it. And you're, you know, you still kind of want to keep that nine to five for that security. I liked having those consistent paychecks. Right. But I, I think I just, I realized I came to a point where I'm like, I, I'm tired all the time. I'm stressed. I'm not really enjoying life. I don't remember what a weekend is anymore. I need to, you know, kind of make a decision, either keep the nine to five and, and quit the side hustle or make the side hustle full time, which is a huge leap of faith to do. Um, and so, and, and I'm like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to do the side hustle full time. Let's try it out and see what happens. And I am like, as we're talking right now, I am self-employed, but freshly self-employed, like just a weekend. 
That's congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank That's you. Awesome. So far, so good. <laughs> now, as you were growing your side hustle, as you call it, um, did you ever have those discouraging moments of like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to make it, or what do I think I'm doing? Look at all these other. Yeah, you know, talk a little bit about those those low moments of the discouragement and how do you get past that as a beginning entrepreneur? Oh, absolutely. And I think I still, you know, go through that. I probably always will go through that. Uh, my husband's the same way. He has been self-employed for over 10 years. He works in the music industry. And so I, I have kind of an insight of like what my life uh, may be being self-employed. And you're kind of always looking at your competition or looking at people that are doing similar things to you and comparing yourself like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't get as much web traffic as them. I don't get you know, as many email subscribers as this people. I don't have enough people on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And you really kind of, oh, am I ready? Oh, maybe. And that was a, a big, I think, um, thing that I had to consider when I was like, should I take the side hustle full time? I'm like, ah, am I big enough? Am I making enough money? And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to just, you know, really look at what kind of life do you want to live? Um, are you happy? If you're not, then you need to make a change. Uh, for me, I know I'm not like the biggest podcast, the biggest blog in the world, whatever. But what I do know is I offer a lot of great content. I've got a really great community that I'm uh, building all about, uh, you know, teaching people about money, uh, a healthy and a positive lifestyle and adding more balance to their lives. And I feel like no one's really offering that. And I wanted to be I wanted to be part of a community like that. So I started it. I feel like I'm offering a lot of positive, good things. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter if I'm the biggest player, if I'm offering something that can really help people and add some light into this world, then I should, I should just take the risk and do it. And I think, yeah, you shouldn't ever, uh, not try something or not kind of take that next step because, Oh, well, I'm not the biggest. I'm not at that certain level. Sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith and, and see what happens. So Jessica, was there any particular situation or a particular story that you remember that really changed that limiting belief or, or really, you know, when you were faltering or comparing or, or feeling bad, is there anything, any particular inspiration that you could share with the audience that really got you over that hump or got you back into the game again? Hmm. You know, one thing that really, I think, affected me more than I... I, I'm kind of, you know, shocked to say is this when I was kind of going through this, uh, uh, kind of mind, you know, turmoil of like, should I make this big leap to entrepreneurship? Cause honestly I've been an employee since I was 15. I've always worked for someone. Um, and so taking that big leap of faith was huge for me. And I, I've even said on my podcast, I can never be self-employed. I really like being in a, you know, working a nine to five and having that stability, especially with my husband being a freelancer, it was kind of a nice balance. Uh, I also had benefits and that was kind of nice, but, uh, I started reading this book. It was a book by, I, and I honestly haven't even finished the book. I read one chapter and then I'm like, I was inspired and I should probably read the rest of it, but it was a book called, uh, ask Gary V by Gary Vaynerchuk. And there's a part in the book I was reading that said, you cannot be an entrepreneur with a full-time job, basically saying you can't, you can't do both. And I was at this, you know, crossroads where I was trying to do both. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just do this for one more year and set myself up, you know, with a little bit more money in the bank, a little bit more security. And when I read that, I kind of realized, Oh yeah. I mean, when you are trying to be an entrepreneur and, and trying to do something as, as risky and crazy like that, you know, 
yeah, you can't, you can't play it safe really. I mean, obviously I, you know, saved up quite a bit of money in my emergency fund. I do have a stream of income, but there's still lots of projects I want to get off the ground to kind of take me to that next level. Um, so I, I think that was just a, definitely an inspiring point. And also I think just talking to my parents and, and people of that age, um, you know, lots of them, they work their whole lives so they could retire at 65 and finally enjoy their life. And it really kind of freaked me out because I'm like, I don't want to start to enjoy my life at 65. I want to start enjoying it now. Right? I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to live. You know, I, I, I want to, you know, I, I just didn't want that life that um, I know a lot of people have to do. I don't want to have to work a job to save my money so I can finally enjoy life at 65. And so I think that's, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if I, you know, you know, business doesn't work out, I can always get another job. And that's kind of another, you know, thing. It's like, well, it's not really a failure if it doesn't work out. I could always take a break, get a job, and then try again. So. Right. And there is no true entrepreneurship without risks. Oh, absolutely. It's you a can't, big, big risk. Yeah, you can't own a business without assuming some risk. And um, But there's risk in everything. I mean, when you... Well, there is. It's like you can get laid off from your full-time job. And and when I was actually going through this whole decision, um, my younger sister, she worked a contract job and it ended, so now she's looking for another job. And my older sister, she had uh, worked at a, at a job for a couple of years and she recently get, uh, got laid off because they were restructuring. So there isn't necessarily more security in a full-time job. Right, right. Yeah. But definitely, definitely more freedom to explore what you want to yes. do and to freedom to use your time and... Um, oh, absolutely. That's yeah. a huge, I think, uh, selling point for me was the freedom. I mean, I've been working nine to five for so many years. I... I would love to know what it is to enjoy a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> right? right. I know one of our one of our first episodes we were talking with Dan Morris of Blogging Concentrated and he said for him success means being an entrepreneur but living the employee lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And and he explained how that that meant um you know, when you're an employee, you come home from work and you're done with work. Like, so exactly. you, can, you can just be home. You're with the family. Like, there's nobody calling you. There's no whatever. And his goal, he said, was to be an entrepreneur, which as entrepreneurs, we always feel like we're on call, right? But yeah. to have yeah. to have that freedom to own your own business and do what you want, but then also to have those, those boundaries in place so that when you're not working, you're not working and you can be fully mm -hmm. present where you are. And I mm -hmm. thought that was really cool. Oh, absolutely. That so, is the dream. <laughs> right. Um, was there, we talked about the shift from your <laughs> full-time job to then being full-time entrepreneur. Um, what, when, was there a situation in there that really made you realize you were making a difference, um, that this was, was not just a hobby, this could truly become a business? Was there something oh, specific or a, a story that you could share with us at that kind of turning point in your journey? Oh, definitely. I feel like I've always been that person and I have been, you know, since I was like 18, um, that I realized I wanted to do something that helped people. And I honestly couldn't really figure it out. I was really passionate about film. So I'm like, maybe I can help people by creating entertainment or something like that. But there's just always something inside me that I'm like, I really want to do something to help people, you know, and really impact them. Because there's been so many amazing people that I've encountered that have really changed my life for the better. I want to do something like that. And it's taken me, you know, a few years to figure out that, you know, what that was. And, you know, then I realized, you know, maybe I can help people with personal finance and educating them about money and how once you really 
you know, I, I kind of say this a lot. Once you take ownership of your money and your finances, you can really take ownership of your life and change your life. And so, That's once so I, yeah, and, and and once I kind of, um, you know, rebranded and started really focusing on those kind of, um important, uh, you know, lessons and important things I really wanted to share on my blog, my podcast, I started getting some really great feedback from, you know, listeners and readers saying, you know, thank you so much. And I honestly, I've had my blog for five years and it wasn't until, you know, after four years that I started getting, you know, these long emails from people that said that, you know, they felt really impacted by what I was saying. They're so glad that I, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, like, just like, I'm like, wow, I'm actually helping people. Like, it blew my mind because, <laughs> you know, when you blog for so long and you don't really get that, you get a little bit in the comments or whatever, you're kind of like, is anyone really, you know, digesting this? Does anyone care? So once I started kind of getting the, these people that, I mean, it takes a lot of effort and time and motivation for someone to like email a blogger they, they read, but they don't actually personally know. Like right. I've been afraid to do that to some of my kind of like, uh, you know, favorite bloggers. So I, I take those really seriously. And I think I, I'm like, you know what, if I'm impacting these people and I'm just doing this, you know, kind of on the side, I wonder what I could do if I really put all my energy and time into that. And so that's, I think that was definitely a big turning point for me. And with your, with your blog and you mentioned you have an event now as well and the, yeah. um, the services that you're offering to help people, um, what would you say has become your definition of success or what would you say to others who are struggling with this whole, you know, do I go full time? Do I not? How do I, how do I find the courage to, to go for it? Yeah. Definition of success is a tricky one. I feel like it changes for me quarterly, yearly. Um, <laughs> for, for me, I think like one, uh, except trying to make my, my goals and kind of my like vision board for the year, one thing I really want to achieve that will, I think, be my little bit of a definition of success is if I'm able to make um, uh, as much as if I'm, you know, can match my income from my full time job that I quit with my, you know, self employed business, I'll be very happy that I could do that because that's that's a pretty big goal. Um, but larger scale, I feel like if I'm able, there's a lot of different, you know, projects I want to launch. I'm going to be, you know, launching a money coaching service hopefully in the spring. I have a course uh, about fine, uh, fitness and finance that I'm launching with a friend, hopefully also in the spring or summer. There's lots of projects that I feel like if I'm able to actually go from idea to just a concept to actually launching it and getting people interested in them, that will be success for me. So I think I'm just kind of small scale. If I can kind of break it down and have these things happen Which, and people really resonate with it, that will be kind reaching, of my success. Reaching those goals. Yeah, and I think that's really important for someone to, you know, I think having this idea that I'm like, oh, success will be when I win some award or I'm on TV and I get my own show or if I get a book deal. You know, those are great ideas, but I feel like they're such big ideas that it might they might be intimidating. You may not even make it to that point because you just get so, you know, distracted or you're just like, oh, that's such a hard goal to achieve. How am I going to do it? I think what's helped me a lot and I've never, you know, is – it's nice to have the big picture, but it's to break it down into smaller chunks. Um, and, and then if you kind of like, okay, I did chunk number one, I did chunk number two. And, and then when you put those all together, you're like, wow, look at all this stuff that I've done. So I think that's an important thing. Kind of break down your 
little ideas of success into my, you know, little chunks. <laughs> yes, yes, that's so true. And and success for everyone is different. And that's part exactly. of the reason behind this podcast is that, you know, a lot of us get downtrodden or get get burdened under this definition that is somebody else's definition of what success looks like. And exactly. it's so important to get to that point where you can recognize for yourself success is this and then mm-hmm. go for it with those big goals that are broken down into those bite-sized goals. And mm-hmm. um, that's just awesome. We have a, a in the Como Blog Connection, in the Blog Connection, we have a, a, a blog planner that has a whole huge section on goal planning. And that's what we do. What is your, what is your five-year mm-hmm. goal? And then what is this year's goal? And then what is the third quarter, fourth quarter, second quarter, first quarter goal? And then your monthly goals and your weekly goals, you know, breaking it down mm-hmm. into those pieces that are so much more, less overwhelming for people. Yeah, so helpful and so much more possible. I felt like whenever I had the big goals, I just like, they'd be the same goals for years because they'd never achieved them. And once I kind of broke them down and really had and put dates to them and put action steps to them, that's when I actually started seeing some results and actually taking action and doing stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And putting the date to it is a, is a key point. So too. important. I'm so glad you mentioned that. So Jessica, thank you so much for the inspiration that you've shared with us today. Um, for our listeners, if you would like to go to jessicamorehouse.com slash budget, jessicamorehouse.com forward slash budget. There is a personal budget spreadsheet for you there. And this is um, a a freebie that Jessica is offering to all of our listeners. You want to go grab that. This is a budget that she has used over the last five or six years. She says it helps her with getting all of those goals broken down, knowing where she is financially, where she's headed, and how to get there step by step. So go check out that uh, freebie while you're there. Check out her blog. Check out the things that she's doing and offering. You want to follow her on social media. We're just so thankful that you are with us, Jessica, and all of the great uh, tips that you shared with us today. And congratulations again on being a full-time entrepreneur. And I look forward to hearing great things from you and your business in the future. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Hey, are you craving an online business that allows you to do what you love with the freedom to earn money from anywhere? Or maybe you've already started with a blog and you're not sure what to do next, or your blog isn't earning the income that you want it to do. I invite you to check out our Blog Connection membership. No matter where you are in your journey, we're going to combine education and community with the experience of a professional coach to get you on the road to success in your business. You may feel lonely and isolated. You can join our group and get help anytime. You don't know what to do? Check out our training library of resources or book a call with your coach. You need an expert on speed dial and that's what you're going to get when you join the blog connection. Check us out at bloggingsuccessfully.com connection and get connected for success today. Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast with Katie Horner, presented by bloggingsuccessfully.com. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.foryoursuccesspodcast.com. been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. 
What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.